I'm in a car. I'm in a car. Oh my gosh. I like this morning, I'm like, oh my god, I just got, I got it. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> I am in a car. Oh, you can ask as many questions as you want. We're filming. Nice. Here we go. So another episode of I'm in a car. Um, I have the pleasure of riding today with Ryan Martin. And uh, pretty interesting story. Uh, I guess it's going to kind of start tomorrow. It's going to start tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so typical I'm in a car fashion, we typically just get you to give us a brief kind of summary about where you've come from and what you're up to right now and what this, this journey is all about. So sure. tell the audience what's going on. Yeah. So I guess I'm 23. Um, I was born and raised in Guelph, South End, and I uh, went to school at Centennial. Um, after that, went to Laurier, Wolfram Laurier, to study business in Quarter Two. Yeah. And uh, did, did an exchange program in Denmark, so kind of took advantage of the university life, I guess. Yeah, big time. I did the same thing. That's great. Oh, yeah. I went to Austria. You know? No way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's great. Like, it's, a, it's a, such a good opportunity. Big time. And, uh, and then once I graduated, end of 2016, I, I got a job in, uh, in Kitchener at a tech company in business development sales yeah so I did that for about a year and um, and so that kind of brought me to this past April and I guess we can kind of go into the details of I guess what happened in between there but uh, I decided that I wanted to bike across Canada for <laughs> mental why, health why not? yeah okay. yeah it's so yeah there's a, kind of a lot of you know as we were talking about earlier there's a couple of different reasons why I'm doing this but the biggest thing is just to create awareness for mental health um, get people talking, educate people, um, and so this ride that I'm doing, I leave on May 10th, so, no, May 14th, sorry, so it's coming Monday, Right. and uh, it's a physical challenge, it's an opportunity for myself to build confidence physically and mentally, it's an opportunity for me to open up about my story, it's an opportunity for other people to share their story because maybe they feel more comfortable now that I've talked about mine. And just educating everyone, you know, about mental health issues. It's, uh, I mean, I think it's going to help a lot of people just for other people to know what is mental health, what are mental health issues. Right. So I think some people don't even know there's still that, that denial or stigma, I guess. So then, um, what's the name of the, the ride? Mind Cycle. Mind Cycle. Yeah. And there's, is there a website people can There is. It's what? just mindcycle.ca. Awesome. That's nice and simple. And uh, Instagram is mindcycle underscore Canada. Cool. Yeah. So what what inspired this idea? Yeah. So pretty much starting in, in high school, I was dealing with just generalized anxiety. I guess you know I had a lot of friends. I was playing sports, but anxiety was kind of just looming there. Yeah. Um, and when I got to university, uh, I started experiencing you know just episodes of depression. In combination with anxiety so you know I have a lot of good days and some bad days good days bad days and then it just slowly started getting more frequent like the episodes and more intense um, and then I eventually just had this breakdown this mental breakdown not like I went crazy or anything but right. this emotional breakdown where I just couldn't contain all these emotions I've been hiding from everyone for so long right and uh, I remember I broke down with, with my two best friends in the car we pulled over and I just said I can't do this on my own. I need your help. I need all my friends' help. I need my family's help. I need everyone's help because what I'm dealing with is so big and so intense and so painful at times that I just need everyone's support. And so 
once I finally had that breakdown, I got diagnosed by a psychiatrist um, that I had bipolar disorder, okay. um, which started really making sense why I was going through so many things, like these ups and downs. Right. Um, and then I spent a year after that trying to figure out medications and committing to therapies. So it was just this long journey of, you know, ups and downs and dealing with side effects of medication. It's just not a great process. I'm still, still in it for sure. Right. But now I'm at a point where I've learned, I feel like I've learned a lot about myself, how to manage my mental health issues and everyone's are different, but I just feel like I have a lot to share. Cool. And so now I'm at a point where I want to, I wanted to open up about my story completely, like nothing, no, nothing hidden, um, so that other people can just feel, I guess, more comfortable talking about theirs, get them talking, help them out, because once you start talking, that pressure gets released. Sure, make them feel like they're not alone. Oh, exactly. Because I guess it can be pretty isolating. Totally. In between your own ears. You get in your head. Yeah, sure. yeah. In, in between your own ears, exactly. So, um, getting people talking is so important, because once you start talking about it, you can start you know, seeking the support and tools and therapy, medications, if you do that, that you need. Right. Once you, once you like kind of, you know, start talking about it, you can start dealing with all the other important things. And yeah, that's cool, man. Yeah. So if, if you don't mind, I'll be, just go back and, and you, made, you mentioned that you had ups and downs. Yeah. So what, what did a bad day look like? It's funny because every time I'm in like a bad, you know, depressive or depressive and high anxiety episode which is the worst combination every time feels like the worst right. and every time feels different Great. and every time it feels like you're never going to get out of it um, and so what it feels like is I don't know it's really hard to explain but not to get too like dark here but no go for it man yeah. open up it's all so you know when I'm in a really bad depressive state like thoughts of suicide start coming up right. um, how can I keep do- how can I keep dealing with this how am I going to Hold a job. How am I gonna make new friends? How am I gonna, you know, get married and have kids when I when I'm in so much internal pain? Like those are the thoughts that you start getting riddled with. Um, the anxiety, just you're worried about everything socially, performance anxiety, and so the combination of high anxiety and the high depressive episode is really scary because you have the energy of the anxiety with the suicidal thoughts of depression. So it's it's a really scary combination and. That's the one that I have to be most careful with. Yeah, big time. But you know what? That's that's what I deal with. You know, I, I can't like hide from that. So now it's I've gotten really good. Okay, if I'm having suicidal thoughts, it's like okay, something in my mood is seriously off. Right. What can I do now that I've realized that those suicidal thoughts are just thoughts? I'm not going to take action on them. Obviously, but I'm not going to take action on them. But now that I see them that's a sign that something's off with my mood what can I now do that's going to be most effective in this current situation so it's going to be if I'm at a social party leave stop drinking go home get a good sleep maybe watch a funny show to kind of boost my mood do some exercise have a healthy meal there's just so many things you can do when you have a mental health issue like you build out your toolbox so that when you're in those crisis modes um, you have that you know plan in place to um get you out and, and just kind of calm you down and start helping you climb up to a better mental spot. That's neat. That's really neat. And I, I mean, and, and to hear it, uh, you know, a couple of things have kind of, as you've been talking, A, if you can talk about it with somebody, well then I think it really gets what's going in between your ears just out in the open, which yeah. can be, I think, 
very clarifying for a lot of people, regardless yeah. of what the situation is or mental health issue. Yeah. Just getting it out. Totally. Helps. Or even writing things down. I'm not sure how that works with this situation. But, yep. Uh, it all helps. Becoming conscious then, as opposed to reactive, I think being the next step is really neat to hear that, hey, there's a cue. I'm having suicidal thoughts. Yeah. Uh, that's my cue to then take action to do something and, and then you, well, you reference this idea of the toolbox. Yeah. That's, uh, that's pretty awesome. And, you know, and sharing that kind of approach I think can be really helpful for lots totally. of people. It, it's so important to not get caught up in those thoughts. Like, when you're going through a mental health issue, like, all these thoughts you have, they're just, they're just, like, I call it fluff. It's just, it's just the, it's the result of you going through some sort of, you know, mood change or, you know, there's a chemical change going on. And these thoughts are nothing. Right. But, um, if you get caught up in them and you start thinking, oh my God, I'm anxious about this, and you start reacting, 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 you get so caught up in it and that's when you get in a bad spot. And so for me, it was really, like you said, identifying those cues, whether it's suicidal thought or anxious about totally irrational things, yeah. taking that as a cue to then be like, okay, something's going on here. Yeah. What can I now do that's most effective and really uh, set, your, set yourself up for success? Once you realize, you know what's going on. Yeah, so, that's cool. It's all. It's just. It's just. It's just a whole. It's all about management and, and learning what works for you and developing your own toolbox of coping mechanisms and 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 really just uh, never giving up hope and, and talking about it. That's yeah. what it's all about. That's cool, man. Yeah. And I guess that's what we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. So the ride itself. Uh, you said May 14th. You're flying out. I fly out tomorrow morning. Oh, you fly out May 10th. Right. 7.30. And then you start riding. I start riding, so I'll fly out tomorrow morning. I'll get to Tofino, which is not, not the most westerly point. It's pretty darn see, close. But it's like the most westerly, like, populated point. Right, right, right. Um, and there's fantastic sushi if you like sushi. Is that right? You've been? Tough city sushi. It's a shout out for tough city sushi. <laughs> but it is like lights out, awesome sushi. All right. Probably best in the country. Okay. Just saying. All right. Well, that's in Tofino. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Right at the end of the pier. Okay. Yeah. Um, top sushi. I remember that. Yeah. So yeah, I'll get there tomorrow afternoon, which sounds crazy, and uh, I'll find out with my girlfriend. So I'll have three days just to enjoy, go hiking, whatever. Hopefully, nothing too, you know, injury injury provoking. Right. Right. I don't want to screw anything up last minute. Um, and then yeah, I'll start biking on uh, on Monday. So you're starting in Tofino, and you're going across the coast, across the country to to St. John's. To St. John's, so like a true coast to coast. True coast to coast. Can't I can't miss anything. How I'm do you, not, how do you ride across the ocean? Do you do you take a ferry? I guess. Yeah. At some point. Yeah, I'll take I'll take ferry. I only take I take two ferries. I take a ferry from Nanaimo, BC, on Vancouver Island to yeah. Vancouver. Yeah. And I take one from Sydney, Nova Scotia to Porto Basque, um, Newfoundland. Cool. That's it. Yeah. And only because I have to. I'm not, I'm not. I'm <laughs> you not, can put some floaties on your, yeah, exactly. on your bike. No, no, that's cool. I'm not taking any sort of, uh, like, I've made it clear that I'm not taking any sort of rides to, like, help me. Like, my, my parents have said, like, well, what a, if you get towards, like, Calgary, for example, why doesn't someone pick you up on the outskirts and then drive you to their house in town? I'm like, no, I'm not gonna give up any sort of distance here like I, I i'm gonna be on my bike the entire distance i don't want to to uh cheat i guess yeah that's cool. so do you have a really good seat dude that is <laughs> that is the only problem with this whole ride honestly it's it's the thing that's causing me the most stress 
It's so funny because so I got the seat and it's like a three hundred dollar seat. Yeah. Like handmade leather from like top from, of the from the UK. Yeah. It's it's meant for long distance cycling. Everyone recommends it. Right. Who does long distance cycling? Right. So I'm like, great, this is perfect. I'll buy this. Invest in a good seat because that's the only thing, you know, all my weight's on. Yeah. The entire trip. The entire, I want it to be a good the, seat. The entire 6,000 kilometers or whatever Yeah, yeah. 9,000. 9,000. <laughs> don't don't remind me. Yeah. And uh, so I dropped like $300 on the seat. I took it out. I got destroyed by the seat. I'm not going to go into the details. <laughs> no, but, please don't. Um, so then I did some research. I'm like, okay, how do you like, Everyone says you got to bike on the seat for a couple hundred kilometers to break it in. So I'm like, okay, that makes sense. The leather. Literally, it, when I first got it, no. That's what it sounds like. It sounds like you're, like, tapping metal. Yeah. And uh, so I did all this research. The guys on the online are saying, like, so, like, you know, get this mink oil and, like, treat it with leather or with the oil on both sides of the leather seat. Put it in the oven bake it for 20 minutes on low heat so the oil gets absorbed yeah. I'm like great so I do that once take it for a ride I was like not better at all <laughs> sorry I don't mean to be laughing no it's, it's, it's so, like it's funny how bad it is oh man and then I, I've treated it I think six times since every time just crossing my fingers it'll just like totally collapse and just like be soft right <laughs> um, and so yeah I did a 130k ride uh, two weeks ago in Guelph around well and uh was on the seat and it was like it was all right by the end there's definitely some bruising um so like literally it's so funny you ask that that's the only thing i'm worried about <laughs> okay well let's let's uh good luck with the seat i hope <laughs> come on I hope, I hope it works well maybe there's some good leather seats in calgary i mean they got leather if i get to vancouver and i'm in pain i'm buying a new seat yeah there you go so uh <laughs> you're doing this ride how long is it gonna take you it's so I guess just the, I guess in general with the ride it's, it's nine thousand kilometers. Um, I'm not doing like a practical or you know beeline route um, across the country. I'm really wanting to see all the major cities to hopefully do meet some people there, do some talks or whatever it may be. So I'm kind of doing like this you know wave of a route uh, cool. across the country, not straight across. So what major cities are you hitting? I'm hitting all of them. Um, yeah, like you name it. All the major cities in East Province, like the bigger cities, yeah, 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 you know, yeah, yeah. Calgary, Edmonton, Regina, Saskatoon, Winnipeg, Ottawa, Montreal, Quebec City, Moncton, Charlottetown, Halifax, St. John. Awesome. Hopefully, St. John. Yeah, you can get there. Yeah, yeah. We'll see about the seat. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm thinking it'll take. I planned with no extra days for like, I don't know, talking to people. If I stick to like a rest day every six days. A rest day when I get to Guelph, a rest day when I get to my cottage, and pretty much stick to that, I'll be done in 120 days. So that's that's more than three months. That's four months. <laughs> yeah, that's four months. I think that was that was like my max. Right. Yeah. So I, I think I'm going to be anywhere anywhere between three and four months. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah, I was like 120. Like, Holy quick, shit. quick math here. That's not three months. <laughs> so, um, if if someone you mentioned this idea of doing talks, what do you mean? Yeah, so I'm working with the Canadian Mental Health Association, which is a charity I'm fundraising for, as well as BMO on a national level, like Bank of Montreal. Yeah. Um, so both of those organizations have a marketing team that I'm working with to generate awareness across the country. 
So BMO is doing work with all the branches. Um, they're spreading the word. And then in each major city, I'm gonna stop at like the flagship branch of that city. And if they're interested to meet, I'll go in and talk to people. And the people wanna join me for a couple kilometers, you know, maybe do like a quick talk or something. It's all. It's only if they want to. Of course, yeah, of I'm not going to force it, obviously. Yeah, that's um, cool. And then the Canadian Mental Health Association (CMHA) they have branches across the country as well. So they're, I'm also going to be meeting with their branches across the country and meeting them. So these are the kind of like the talks I guess I'm going to be doing. Yeah, that's great. And it's really nice because both BMO and CMHA or their marketing teams are going to do press releases for my ride in every major city I go through. Awesome. So. It's gonna be nice, like two reputable organizations, you know, both doing press releases about my story, you know, from from the like, kind of like corporate banking, not for profit. I think it's kind of a, a good way for me to get a lot of attraction yeah. or attraction, attraction, sorry, yeah, and awareness. So I have no idea where this is gonna go. You know, even if it stopped today, um, and I just did the bike ride and didn't talk to anyone else, I'd be totally satisfied with what happened. We've raised $25,000. Already? Yeah. Amazing. And uh, I've talked to a bunch of people. I went back to my high school. I've talked to I've talked to my company. I've talked to friends. I went to Conestoga College talking to people. So like, it's been such a rewarding, fulfilling experience. As I said, I could stop right now and I would, you know, I could walk away from this and be, you know, totally happy with what's happened. So anything from now on is just gravy. Awesome, man. Yeah. So is there a, like a fundraising goal? I said as a um, hundred thousand. Boom. Yeah. And there's kind of a story behind that. Um, like the number 100 means a lot to me. I got like a tattoo um, with it. And the reason being is because. Well, you got to show people your pipes. Oh, oh flex. <laughs> it won't move. <laughs> they won't get any bigger. Yeah, trust okay. me. So what's the All this cardio. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so last year when I was going through, after I got diagnosed with bipolar, I was going through the whole process of trialing medications and creating a cocktail of medication that's going to work for me and going through a lot of side effects and it was really making the depression and anxiety a lot worse. So it was a, t it was a tough year. Yeah. And so, um, I thought like, what's a way I can kind of get some structure in my life, like some consistency because I was just constantly changing with my mood. So I signed up for a hundred mile race, uh, cycling race in Collingwood. Yeah. It's called the Centurion. And I use that as kind of a way to, you know, here's my schedule every morning or almost every morning, wake up, go for a ride on the weekends, go for a ride. You know, it was, I just had a lot more structure in my life. And so that really helped me push through all these ups and downs I was still experiencing. And when I did the ride, it was one of the most rewarding experiences of my life because I just realized that like no matter how bad it gets, I can still like persevere and push through these ups and downs and no matter no matter what I'm doing, no matter how bad I feel for a presentation at work, I can I can get it done and I, I can be good enough. No matter how anxious I feel with my friends, I can I can do it, I'm good enough. And that and this ride was really just like uh, a representation of that throughout my whole life. Cool, man. And so when I thought of so that's why hundred miles means a lot to me. And so when I thought of the fundraising number, I think I initially I said 15,000 right. because I wanted to be modest and like sure. not get like, yeah, I didn't want to be like, you know, demotivated if I didn't hit it. Right. And then like immediately I got my first day of doing it, I think I was at like $3,000 and I said, you know what? Like 
who, who cares if I don't hit my goal? Like, why don't I just set like a really high goal and just go with it? Because yeah. whatever, it doesn't matter. You know, any money is good. And so I said, what, I'm, I'm changing it. I'm doing 100,000. And so I'm a quarter of the way there. Yeah, you haven't even started. <laughs> and I haven't started. And I think, I think, I feel good about it. You know, there's a lot of good things going on for people helping raise money. And, um, yeah, so I feel good about it. We'll see what happens. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, you got 500 bucks for me. Do I? Yeah, for sure. Nice. Can I donate on your website? Yeah, that's yeah. amazing. Thank okay. you. Yeah, of course. Man. I appreciate that. Go get it. Yeah. So anyway, that's a challenge. I guess anybody watching this video, I gave 500 bucks. You can pony up 10 bucks or 20 bucks or 50 bucks. Whatever. Doesn't uh, matter. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, and and um, the most important thing here is just like spreading the word because, as we talked about earlier, there's a lot of people going through this kind of stuff and they're totally stuck between their ears. And you know, if people can hear my story. I think that might give them a little bit of comfort that, like we said, they're not alone. And so the whole, like the money's great here, but the most, the most important part is like spreading the word on what's, what this is all about. Yeah. Cause I think it's, it's already helped a lot of people and, it's, and it just has the potential to really help people and tell me and tell friends and family that have reached out to me. Um, so yeah. Well, I think, I think the, the story that you shared with us today, um, you know, is, is like, a. I wouldn't say an extreme example of, of mental health issues, but it's like, you know, a, a bigger one. Yeah. But I think a lot of times, from my perspective anyway, I think mental health is something good, bad, you know, mediocre, whatever. It, it ranges in terms of severity. Totally. And everybody goes, feels something. Yeah. You know, like, and, you know, f yeah, not, not to make light of it, but I think lots of people can draw on lessons like what you said before about, yeah. hey, what are the emotional or thoughts that you're having, or emotional cues or thoughts, like cues of thoughts yep. that are going through someone's mind in a situation where they then show up in the world the way they don't want to show up, whether it's, you know, in in one case, very severe, yep. and in other cases, maybe not so severe, but the idea of, like, seeing and being conscious of those types of cues totally. to then take action, I think anybody can that's take a, good a lesson from that. Totally. Yeah, that's it applies to, and, and that's... Like those skills I'm talking about, like it's not like I've come up with these on my own. Like these are all part of uh, lessons I've learned through certain therapies. Yeah, that's cool. um, dialectical behavioral therapy, and it's funny because it's DBT therapy. That's what it's called. Yeah, and it's it's literally a lot of people going through mental health issues do it because it's provides you with a lot of tools to kind of manage. But it's literally just like a how to live effectively course. Right. You know, <laughs> you know like like we always joke like I wish everyone knew these skills. You know like how to capture or how to identify these thoughts that are totally irrational, not act on them, and then just identify them and then do what's most effective. Like, who wouldn't benefit from that? Yeah, well, and it's like, interesting too because it's like it's waking people up. You know, like I, I find in my experience, uh, a lot of people react unconsciously. Yeah. So they show totally. up and they just do and react subconsciously. Reactively, yeah. Yeah, uh, versus responding consciously. Yeah. And so I think that's just amazing you yeah. start becoming conscious of what's going on between your ears totally you can really start to take control you just live so much more effectively it can help school relationships work whatever so to get definitely good skills cool man yeah. so the website again mindcycle.ca mindcycle.ca and the goal is a hundred grand hundred grand you're starting well, to ride hopefully on. when i come back in three or four months i'll be there or yeah more. for sure i think you're gonna crush it personally um <laughs> And if they, if people want to follow you on your ride, what do they do? Um, my website is great. It has my route on there. It has all the pictures, my Instagram feed. So anyone 
who's not on Instagram can go there. Uh, if you are on Instagram, my account is mindcycle underscore Canada. Cool. And that's really where I'm, you know, building out. It's kind of, I treat it as like an educational, you know, resource base. Like I'm going to have pictures of, you know, scenic stuff and who I'm meeting, but a lot of it's going to be, you know, in the caption of like what I've learned, what I'm dealing with, like just helping people kind of break down or just start that conversation. Cool, man. So I think it's like a good little project. That's um, awesome. I think a lot of people will benefit from it. So yeah. So mindcycle.ca and mindcycle underscore Canada for your Instagram. Yeah. That's right. Thanks for doing this, Brian. Thanks. I appreciate it. Yeah, that was nice. Sure. Really fun. See you guys.